Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I have created this podcast because I'm super passionate not only about running but also about the things that running has helped me get through. So things like relationships and traumas I am here to share and give advice on and hopefully impact or inspire some of you in some kind of way. Um, and today's topic is going to be running from imposter syndrome. And so I know that a lot of my audience is in that 18 to 24 age category. So I think this is a great topic to touch on. So obviously, we'll start with the definition of imposter syndrome. So it actually is also known as imposter phenomenon, imposterism, fraud syndrome, or the imposter experience. And this is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their accomplishments or talents and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a quote-unquote fraud. So as a young professional, this is a topic that I feel quite passionate about, especially being someone that is 24 and has already gotten a master's degree. I actually had gotten it completed by the age of 23, which is a bit young for many of us. But for me, it was something that I was really sure of and something that I really wanted to pursue straight after my undergraduate degree. I know that a lot of people have the assumption that if you're someone that goes into graduate school straight after your undergraduate degree that you're just doing it because you don't know what to do with your life yet. And I, while that was kind of part of the reason, I knew kind of what field I wanted to go into and what really helped was an internship that I had had during my undergraduate degree and within the last few years of that, it really helped me kind of figure out a specific focus area for me. So while I wasn't too keen on going straight into a job after my undergraduate degree, I knew that a master's degree in this specific discipline would help me kind of narrow down the types of jobs and the career path that I wanted to pursue. So to kind of give you an idea, my undergraduate degree was in public health, which was a really amazing degree, and I really felt like I learned a lot, and especially in this current time of quarantine and this pandemic, I think it's super important that everyone knows about public health. But for me, I was really passionate about health management more so, and this came from roles that I had within my internship around roles like being a training coordinator or handling patient data. And so a lot more of analysis or kind of working on projects and leading people. So this is what then led me to look to get this degree um, in health management, this master's degree. And for me, I really wanted to be smart about it. I wanted to be cost effective. And so having had studied abroad in London for a bit of my undergraduate degree, I had actually taken a look into their degrees and I knew that their schooling was a bit different to ours in the US. And just in terms of how long their duration is and the costs and whatnot. But I actually found that a master's degree in the UK would actually save me quite a bit of money. And that's exactly what ended up happening in the end. 
And this wasn't the only reason that I wanted to go back. I actually had somehow managed to fall in love with London while I was there for the 28 days that I was during my study abroad program in 2017. And so this was just kind of more of an incentive for me to go back and spend more time in this city that I had just discovered. So fast forward through all of the applications and getting acceptances and rejections and visas and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot more of a process than if I had gone to a um, graduate school here in the U.S., but totally worth it for me. And so once I had gotten there, I can still remember my first day moving into my flat and just feeling so much happiness. And I think gratitude is really the best word to describe it. I don't know if any of you have ever felt this way about a city or a place of some sort, but for me, it just really still to this day feels like I fell in love with London and I fell in love three years ago and it's still a goal of mine to go back and it's something that has just been this massive dream of mine. So then once I actually started the master's program classes, it was like a complete shift of my mood. I went from feeling so happy and so grateful and so excited about being in London and pursuing this master's degree to suddenly feeling like I was totally unqualified for this program and too young to be pursuing a master's and just this really big sense of feeling like an imposter, like I was a fraud. I remember specifically there was an activity that we did on one of the first days of class for one of my classes. And um, basically, my lecturer had everyone go around the room and share a bit about them, their background, and what they've done, and, you know, a fun fact and that sort of a thing. And I remember listening to all of these people go around the room and talk about how much older they were than me, how much more experience they had than me, and I just was so scared for it to get to me that I was terrified because I felt like... I had to make something up to make myself sound just as good, if not better, than these people. And if you can relate to any of these feelings of insecurity and not feeling good enough for that dream or goal of yours, then I would highly recommend the Girl Means Business podcast, which is today's sponsor. So this podcast is a weekly podcast hosted by former teacher turned entrepreneur Kendra Swalls, and each week she and her guests share business and marketing tips along with honest conversations around what it means to be a boss babe while balancing a business and raising a family. Some of my favorite episodes include episode 67, Going Against the Status Quo with Melissa Lynn, and episode 72, Finding Your Purpose with Candace Coppola. Now, she releases new episodes every Wednesday, and you can find her on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So make sure to subscribe. And she also has a Facebook group that has a lot of great bonus materials and a lot more in-depth conversations. And I've included all of these links in the show notes of this episode. So really, it was things like finding good podcasts and TED Talks to listen to while I was out on runs or even just on my lunch breaks to find some peace within myself and remind myself that I was worthy and that I was supposed to be here and meant to be here. And don't get me wrong, I can sit here and I can pretend like everything's fine because I've finished the master's program and I'm a lot more advanced in my career. 
but genuinely, I am not lying when I tell you that I was that person that would leave during lunch to go home and literally put on some sort of a motivational speech or podcast just to hype herself back up because I would leave these classes feeling so anxious and so depleted that I was like, I need to go and I need to just tell myself that I can do this and remind myself one more time. And sometimes you need that. Sometimes you just need to find whatever your niche is and whatever helps you get through the day. But I think at the end of the day, it's really important to remember that you are your own worst critic and you will fail if you continue to have this negative mindset about yourself and whatever goals you're trying to attain. There's a quote by Amy Poehler that Kendra actually shared on her Instagram that says, limit your always and your nevers. And I think this is really important, especially when you're talking to yourself on a daily basis. I'm someone that really believes in speaking affirmations over yourself and kind of creating a gratitude list on a daily basis. I use this diary called the six minute diary, but you can use whatever you'd like. And I've really found that This simple act of giving gratitude and making a list of things that you are thankful for at the beginning and end of your day can really make or break how you feel about your day and the emotions that you have going into it. And I think it's important not to limit goals for yourself. And so setting these goals on a daily basis and really making sure that you're making small steps each day towards those goals and speaking to yourself in a positive way manner can really help you achieve these goals. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope you enjoyed it. And if you've connected with this in some way or you have any questions or comments, feel free to shoot me a DM on Twitter or Instagram. It's just at Liz Newcomer. I've also just started an Instagram for the podcast. It's just at resiliency and running so you can go ahead and give that a follow if you'd like but I really do hope you enjoyed it and I look forward to tuning in with you in the next episode.